Beera Podcast. Hey guys, first episode of 2024. Oh my god, is it for real? Yeah. Oh my god. Remember last week? <laughs> no. Oh, I do. <laughs> that shit show of whatever it was. Girl, we that was so long ago. That might as well have been two years ago. Girl, that was in the past. Exactly. This is the now. It is. And we need to focus on the present. Exactly. We're not living in the past. Nope. Ain't We're nobody got time for that. Not here. Not now. Not ever. Exactly. <laughs> well, welcome. Welcome back to Othered. We love you and we're glad that you are joining us for another episode. Yes, you've stuck through it. You're here. Oh my you've God. made it, finally, to this episode. It's It's been an amazing ride. <laughs> you've arrived. Full of a lot of weird things. Yes. On the way. Um, Weird and um, honestly imaginative, creative, mm. honest, authentic. Oh, insightful. Wow. These are all things about you, by the way. Oh, stop. <laughs> Why do you do that? Because I love you with my Treat whole heart. Treat me like shit, like all the other men in oh. my life. Why don't you? Right. What's that statement? Don't bully me. I'll come. LOL. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard that. You've before. never. OK, well, I saw it on some T-shirt the other day. And by the other day, I mean, like months years ago, ago, years ago. And I was like, oh, my God, that's hilarious. I like that. Right. That's a very we traumatized being space. traumatized. Yeah. And that's uh, yeah, that's our trigger. That's where we are. Yep. There you go. <laughs> um, so what's what's new for you in 2024? Uh, I don't know. That's so hard. You know, I am um, I'm keeping on keeping on is mm. how I am. I, I feel like there's some things. On the horizon, and I think we talked about this actually last um, last episode when we talked about our uh, our New Year's resolutions, mm. like that little throwback episode that we did. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm considering making some big choices and like maybe possibly thinking about changing my career, um, getting out of that industry and into something a little bit more. Um, I don't know, more something. Mm-hmm. I don't different. Know what that, yeah, different. Sure. Yep. Yes. Yeah. I love that adjective. Adjective. It's, it's so all, unique. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's all inclusive. It is. Right. Yes. So um, other than that, I, uh, um, um, it's going to keep working on this sobriety journey, I think. You know, I'm almost mm-hmm. at a year, mm. which I'm very excited about. Happy anniversary. And, um, thank you. Um, not yet. I haven't made it quite yet. But you're but almost, I'm almost there. there. I can see that little like, you know, the finish, line. the finish line, even though it's not a finish line, you know, you don't like graduate. You just like keep working on yourself. Yeah. So, yeah. But it just feels like a really big, um, you know, moment. It is a big moment. I'm proud of to. you. Yeah, thank you. What about you? Well. Oh. Today is my two year anniversary with Huxley. Oh. My dog. That little I, baby boy. That little stupid, loud. He's a fucker. Yeah, he is. <laughs> but he's so cute. And he I was is. looking at the picture of him at the Humane Society. When he was so little. Yeah, that made me go adopt him. And I was like, well, no wonder I took you home. Right. And now he's, he's still cute, but he's an asshole. Mm. Yeah, he has a, a full fledged personality. He does. Yeah. I don't remember if I told you. Um, I actually got a letter from my neighbors a couple of weeks ago. Oh, you did tell me this. That said, basically, your dog barks too loud. He's disrupting our lives. Uh, we'll buy him a bark collar. Oh, aren't they afraid of him? 
Yes, and they're afraid of yeah. him. And he is the friendliest dog, but they're like, when he barks, we just don't know what he's going to do. I'm like, well, he's probably just going to keep barking. Yeah. Is what he's going to do. I mean, I guess I can see it, you know, and I've like had some interactions with dogs that were less than um, fruitful. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> nice <laughs> well, like I've been bit before, you know, and yeah. like it was, you know, whatever. Um, but there's still always like a pause whenever I see like a bigger dog. I'm like, I don't know this dog. And mm-hmm. um, even though I know uh, Huxley and um, Gunner, like when I see them co- when I'm coming up to the house and they're yeah. like going crazy, it's like, oh, God, but that's just me. You know, that's a me well, problem. Yeah. You know? But you know what? It's this perceived fear, right? Mm -hmm. And it reminds me of racism because it all comes back to race. I can't do anything because you're afraid of something that might happen that hasn't happened. Like I can get a bark collar, sure, but I can't can't make you less scared of something Mm -hmm. that's not happened. Right. It's like just because you had a bad experience with a type of person does not mean that every person who's similar is going to give you a negative experience. Mm -hmm. So I know they're just saying it because I'm the only black person in the neighborhood. No, that's not true. He's loud as fuck. And I do know that. (laughs) But, you know, in my defensive mind, I'm like, well, they're racist. (laughs) And we're a black family and Huxley's a black dog. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Even though he's blonde. Right. But we're a a black family. Right. So I'm battling that. Mm. And today I'm 364 days without a cigarette. (gasps) Oh my God, It has been the longest 364 days ever. Yeah. I miss smoking so much. I I dream about it at night. I think about it almost all the time. I tell you, it doesn't get easier. Right. It does (laughs) physically. But this is how I know addiction is so real because in my mind, I know I really haven't been. It's just so hard. I know. And it's like the dreams. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, how come I can't stop smoking in my dreams? But I'm always ashamed because someone always catches me. And then I'm like, oh, shit. Well, yeah, there's that guilt and that shame that's like latent. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Totes. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm doing tire trained. Oh, my God. Yeah. And remember, we had Amanda mm-hmm. and Courtney. Oh my god! Yeah, I, I yeah, remember. That was one of our they were like episodes. amazing. Yeah, we loved that. Yeah. So it's nice to be able to see them every morning. Um, tell them I said hi. I will tell them I love. We're them. working on getting you in class. That's our goal. Yeah, I just don't know if you will ever see me up before nine o'clock. Mm. You know what I mean? It's well, just yeah. Give us some time. Okay, maybe when I change careers and I'm not a bartender, I'm not like up till like two in the morning. You yeah. Know what I mean? Yeah. How about you just go to sleep? Uh, okay. You don't need sleep for right. this program. <laughs> Who needs energy? You'll right, be fine. Right, exactly. I'll just be there with like three hours of sleep. It'll be fine. Yeah, oh. you'll figure it out. Mm-hmm, sure. And Driving uh, all the way to fucking Marion. Are you kidding me? It Ew. is a long ass drive. <laughs> for sure. And you're a lot closer than I am. No. Yeah. I bet we're about the same distance. Girl, you just get on Collins and you Girl, can be right Girl, it takes there. me 15 minutes Yeah, it would take there. me like 20 not with no traffic. At 4.40 in the morning, shit goes pretty fast because mm. I speed and there's no cars. Right. So. Okay, cool. Well, that's we'll, that on that. We'll keep We'll table away. that for now. How yeah, about let's put it in the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> we'll return to that later. Right. Yes. Okay, cool. Cute. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, we're here with someone I really like. What oh my about God, you? Somebody's here? Oh, yeah, someone's here. Oh. Oh my God. Oh, there she is. Oh my goodness. Hi. It is our friend Angelica Veneta. 
Come on down. Come on down, Angelica. Cute. Yeah. Welcome to our pod, Angelica. Our pod. Hi. It's so great to be here. <laughs> we are so glad you are here, Angelica. You are just like so cute. Oh my God. Thank she you. She is cute. You can't see her right now, but she's looking. <laughs> Give us the lowdown so adorable. on what she looks like. She's wearing like a my favorite color, which is like a nice plum color for her pants, Ooh. and she's got like a nice lavender, cute like knit sweater, oh. and her hair is like also got um purple color in it and it's like it's like look and she's got purple eyeshadow yeah Yeah. oh yes purple eyeshadow Mm -hmm. and then like a wine lip a merlot yeah oh yes Mm -hmm. and my lavender or lilac stanley right the stanley cup yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. it's Um, been a big deal yeah that's the additional accessory right for the whole look it's a whole look yeah it is a vibe and so is she yeah oh my god Thank you. You're so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> We're happy to have you here. Yeah. Well, I'm happy to be here. It's been so great just to listen to both of you mm. chit chat. And I mean, it's just honestly, you both do a great job of making people feel comfortable and stop. Yes. <laughs> Keep it going. Um, okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I love the outfit that Caleb has on today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we have like a gray hoodie mm-hmm. with a brown baseball cap. His yeah. hair is looking quite luxurious, luxurious. with some little blonde <laughs> tints going yeah, over here. I mean, I feel like hair. you just want to go right up there and twirl. Twirl, <laughs> twirl his hair. Twirl a little piece. Mm-hmm. Right I love that. <laughs> yes. We love Caleb. Sarah's looking quite amazing with her freshly washed hair. Here I am. Yes. yes. It looks yes. Those very, curls be bouncy. Yes, they are bouncing. Bouncy, mm-hmm. bouncy, trouncy, yes. pouncy. Yes. I could barely wash my hair today, I might add, because we did push day at <laughs> oh Tire Train. And what when is I had push to, day? We were benching. Bench press. Yeah. And doing push-ups. Mm-hmm. And yeah, working our triceps. This sounds um, gross. <laughs> It sounds gross, but you can be a, a badass bitch right. <laughs> there you go. when you get through yeah. with that uh, that workout. But mm-hmm. yeah, things do get a little bit harder. Uh, I think you had mentioned the other day, um, I hope this soreness goes away when I had asked you how you're feeling. And yeah. I did not have the heart to tell you then that it doesn't necessarily go away. There's it doesn't just a get better, Sarah. <laughs> it doesn't okay. get better. There's just a different body part that's going to feel sore. No. Um, but that's that just fair. means that you're alive, right? That is if so you true. you feel it, mm. you're alive. Yeah. Put yourself through some more pain so you can feel alive. <laughs> no pain, more gain. No gain. No, no pain, no gain. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to test if you're really here in life. Right. Do something that hurts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love it. Maybe not that. No, but I think it's actually really impressive that you guys get up that early and are that dedicated to your, not your fitness, but like your own, you know, sense of self and your wellness and like all these things. It just, it's inspiring because they're badasses. Hopefully it's inspirational enough to get you to join. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, yes, we'll this is see. now my goal. It is my New Year's resolution. Is to I'm going to wake up to texts <laughs> from Angelica and Sarah. I'm like, all right, we're at Tire Train. Where are you? Yeah. Text. Uh, I'm pretty sure you're going to wake up one day and we'll be standing at the edge of the bed. <laughs> Kayla, okay, join ready? us. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. That's not culty in any way. Well, not at all. <laughs> all good things. Oh, I love it. So tell us, Angelica, a little bit about yourself for those of us in the community that don't know who you are and are living under a rock. 
Um, gosh, where do you start with something like that? I uh, work for a nonprofit organization in building community. So I do engage with a lot of different folks, um, but also working to help drive social impact and addressing some of the needs that happen in our community. Um, that's what I do for a living, but I also feel like that's a part of who I am as a personal individual um, is just making people feel confident and comfortable in their own spaces and feeling authentic and and being included. Um, But I'm involved in a lot of different things too. So what's also interesting is as I engage with different folks in the community, um, especially if it's not someone that I know real well, I might be wondering to myself, how do I know this person? And then I need to figure out what part of my life Mm -hmm. it is that I do know this person. (laughs) Um, They could be the barista at the local coffee shop, which has also happened and been like, oh, that's it. That's Mm -hmm. where I know you from. Yeah, that happens Um, to me too. Yeah, I'm sure it happens to both of you, right? No. No? (laughs) Just Caleb. I try not to know anybody. I'm like hiding, but everyone knows Caleb. I think it's because Angelica and I are both extroverts. I was going to say. We're out here and we like talk to people and Sarah's like... I'm going to be at home. You can't tell. These are like two of the most extroverted people I know who love to talk to other people. And I'm Mm. just like, yes, love this for you. Keep going. Keep going. Keep being you. She's our little cheerleader. Yes. I would love for the three of us just to go hang out some night on the town. It would probably just be a fun social experience for someone to watch. <laughs> I'm like picturing that now in my head and yes, it would be a time. Yeah, it would a time be a would time. be had. <laughs> oh shoot. Yes. What else about you, Angelica, outside of your work? Um oh my gosh. Um I mean, I try to do a lot of volunteering in the community again, just giving back um, in some spaces that I think have am- impacted myself personally. Um, I am a grandmother, so um, I think that tends to shock a lot of folks when they see me. Um, I do proudly feel like I look like I'm still in my 30s. Mm-hmm. Yes, you um, do. But I just celebrated a birthday last Wednesday, actually. Oh my God, happy birthday. Thank you happy so much. Happy birthday. Yeah. I feel like you have to pay the copyrights if you sing the whole song. So right. um, just, just I'll that. Stop. That's right. going to say that was good. Wait, so does that make you a Capricorn? It does. Okay. Are you a Capricorn? Oh, no, I am not. Oh my God. No. I think you're the only but it explains Capricorn a lot about woman you, I, I know. It's, it does explain a lot about me? Like I what? I just Please, feel like there's a, want... there's a Cap vibe. A, okay. You know, the... and our friend Brody's also a Cap. I hate Cap men. I'm glad you <laughs> added the men caveat because I was like, oh shit. I've never met a female Capricorn. You I didn't haven't. know you guys existed. Yes. So that's exciting. Yes. I know yeah. a couple of other female Capricorns, but um, yeah, I mean, I feel like what's that cap vibe or energy? Maybe someone who's like a take charge kind of person? Yeah, Strong. I would say yeah. take no. charge, Strong. but also like a very like rooted person too. Like yeah. you have, like you know who you are and I feel like you kind of, um, I don't know, present like a inner confidence. You know what mm. I mean? Oh. That I think is really cute. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. I'm going to put that on my business card. Actually, I think I'll change my LinkedIn profile and yes. like my Twitter Do or it. X, whatever. Right. Whatever the hell. Ew. Change that. I know, right? We don't talk about that. No. I don't Should. use it. <laughs> I am like sweating balls. Just for It is warm in here. I am also And I, I love it, honestly. I'm like so here for it. I mean, I'd rather be sweating uh, than being outside in right. whatever that That's fucking weather true. is. Very I think true. Sarah is just very sensitive to temperature. Like, honestly, I want to know what you keep your house at. About 73. Uh-huh. Because I'm from Africa. 
okay. my ancestors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I'm not made for this. So you know what? <laughs> I actually have a similar sort of saying when we have this cold weather. I always mm-hmm. say my people don't like this weather either. Mm-hmm my people are from the South Pacific. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was like, I have no idea. I do actually, but why am I here in the middle of the United States in Iowa where it gets Mm -hmm. so freaking cold? So freaking cold. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I complain and bitch about it all season long. And then when it gets to be 1 million degrees, I'm like, yes, get me out. (laughs) My ancestors are happy. Yes. 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 So not only are you the only female Capricorn I know, you're the only Samoan that I know. Really? Yeah. I mean, I'm surprised, but not surprised. I do know that there are um, a few other, and maybe they aren't a Samoan family, but a few other Polynesian families in the Cedar Rapids area. Um, Mm -hmm. I used to joke too. um, So I kind of take this um, with being the only Polynesian in most people's circles um, and and have some humor around it, right? But usually I'll just, if someone makes some reference, sometimes I'll say, you know, uh, everyone, we have a, a, a annual meeting that we get together and we have our little luau. Um, all four of us <laughs> from the state will get together and roast our pigs um, and then share it with our other family, family members and people. Um, but yeah, I mean, there really aren't obviously a lot of uh, Polynesian folks here, um, frankly, at all in the Midwest which certainly served um, to have some challenges for me growing up. Um, You know, I grew up in a small town in the state of Iowa um, who didn't have a very diverse population. And in the 80s, um, you know, I think that just all of the um, diaspora of the different backgrounds and races and ethnicities, right, people didn't really talk about as much. Mm -hmm. Um, So then I was very much just, someone that looked and behaved differently than other people. Mm -hmm. They couldn't pinpoint what I was, Mm -hmm. was very ambiguous. Um, And I think that might be where, um, as an adult, I really try to make sure that people just feel happy in my space and comfortable, again, like sort of authentic. Like, I want you to show up how you would show up with anybody else. I don't want you to have to put on any sort of front and um, be comfortable telling me who you are mm. because I never had that opportunity. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes I a lot like of sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> totally. Like you're creating space for others, the, uh, the space that you didn't have yourself. Right. Yeah. 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 You're being yeah. the person for the community that you needed when you were that Exactly. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And, um, yeah. You know, earlier you asked, what else do I do besides work? And it's interesting that you asked that question. Cause I try to ask other folks that too. And sometimes it's hard to, um, think about ourselves in those spaces outside of work, especially if you work like a, you know, a, a regular full-time job and mm-hmm. the type of community facing job, um, that I do. But, um, shoot, where was I going with that? Oh, what I was going to say is that I work with a lot of high school students and college students as well. Um, and I want them again, to be comfortable being who they are, even as they enter the professional space. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I think that's something that can be lacking is people Mm -hmm. with purple hair, Mm -hmm. um, you know, and and who who like to wear Merlot lipstick and et cetera, right? Like, Mm -hmm. um, I want them to be okay with with how they present themselves. Um, you know, I also have, um, some tattoos as well, which I don't think I've had a chance to show off yet. Oh, are they new? Um, no, I mean, no. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, 
Well, great. Let's see. But them. have you seen them yet? No, I Don't haven't. Don't let me take your top off and show uh, us. But right. also, I was like, it is, at this point, it is really, really hot. If you touch my skin, it's like warm. You're warm, warm. yeah. No, I'm warm? feeling a little I, I'm like literally sweating. I have boob sweat. I have armpit sweat. Like, this is not the Sarah, vibe. Sarah, you're glistening. Well, my face is always like oily and shiny but also mm-hmm. like i'm fresh from a chemical peel i'm right. fresh from botox you wash your hair there's like there's just a lot of moisture i'm a moist woman you're a moist today. woman today. in all the places that matter <laughs> oh my god oh, shoot, that's amazing uh yes yeah, so no i actually i do have a newish tattoo um that i had gotten which is the um Fisherman's Hook from Maui from the Moana movie. I love that movie so hard. It is my absolute favorite movie. So much so that my profile picture on all of my work accounts is Moana. I love it. (laughs) I'm like, I don't need to put a professional headshot of myself. Here's a cartoon character. I'm a 48-year-old woman. (laughs) I don't give a shit. Here is Moana. This is me. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, so I've got the um, fisherman's hook on my back shoulder blade. Mm. Um, But yeah, so... Again, the reason why I bring that up, too, is um, I do, whenever I get the chance, wear short sleeve shirts if I'm going to be presenting in front of um, some younger folks, uh, high school and college students, just to be like, yeah, you can be a tattooed son of a bitch um, mm-hmm. and still be good at your job and still be respected at what you do. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I feel like um, when I was younger and starting to enter the workforce. Um, I remember that I had a coworker who was very heavily tatted and gauged and unique because he wasn't afraid to be himself. And there was a big push kind of like in the professional world. And this is like probably mm, 10, 15 years ago, like cover your tattoos, take your gauges out. If you want to be taken seriously, have you always been like that? I'm, so two questions. Where did this confidence come from? And were you always comfortable being yourself and being this confident, especially in the workplace in a professional setting? So first question was, where did this come from? Mm-hmm. Right. The confidence. And then second question is, have I always felt this way? Mm-hmm. Um, as far as the confidence, um, I think I've had to build that up over time. Um, because it certainly wasn't always there when I was younger. Um, but I think at some point I must have just been like, I just need to turn around all of these things that are coming at me into something positive. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, but I will say that the, um, sort of where I think that more confidence has come has been as I've gotten older, Um, I've had some time in my career and proven myself. I, let's see if my daughter's 22, I actually only got my first tattoo four years ago because we got a tattoo together when she turned 18. You're a cool mom. Yes. Uh, I actually was going to get one a couple of years before that. And my daughter said, no, we should just get our first tattoos together. And I was like, okay, Okay. let's do it. Um, and actually, so all of my tattoos are um, Polynesian and the one that we have, so they're not identical tattoos. It's like the similar sort of mm. theme, um, but we both have the word Ainga, 
which means family in Samoan mm. on our uh, leg. So anyway, um, so that's only been about four years. Um, and I've probably only been coloring my hair in just some rainbow of colors besides your normal highlights for the last three to four years as well. But I do think that um, I, as I mentioned before, I'm a grandmother. When they were babies too, I think I spent a lot of time thinking about what's the world going to be like for them when they're Mm -hmm. 20, 40, 60, and so on. And, you know, we remember all the things that were happening in 2019 and 2020. It was just Mm -hmm. the wild, wild west. There was Mm -hmm. all kinds of stuff happening, right? And I just thought, gosh, what can I do to create a space where these twins can feel um, like they don't have any barriers or obstacles to success or happiness, right? Like just, I just want a world where everything is lovely and sunshine and rainbows. And I get that that's not always going to be the case, but that's what we aspire to Mm -hmm. for our family, right? Mm -hmm. For our kids and so on. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think it's really just been the last, uh, several years. I also, um, took up running and I think that's also given me a lot of confidence, um, and just being able to achieve different goals and so forth. And I think from there things sort of, um, spiral, uh, from that. So, I have found myself in the last several years too, just being able to work with a lot of people who um, may have commented about like the hair, the tattoos, and I, it gives me an opportunity to talk about them too. And, and that in and of itself, um, I think builds up the confidence mm. as well. So, I mean, I've always been a loud sort of outrageous, wild hearted, chaotic individual. Um, but I don't know. I really feel like, you know, post 40, it was like, well, shit, Fuck it. <laughs> right. I don't have to prove myself to anybody. Mm. <laughs> I love that. Mm-hmm. So I just, just, you know, make it to that. <laughs> I okay. guess is my advice. We're I don't not know. far. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who knows what's going to happen when I'm 50. I did say that I wanted to do, um, I've been running marathons for the last couple of years and, and I also wanted to do a 50 K, which is 30 miles when I'm 50. Okay. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Caleb and I are both like, like you're crazy. She wants to do what? Right. I mean, that's incredible though. It I is. mean, to have those kinds of goals, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and one thing that I've been kind of like fixating on in my mind as as I've been listening to you is like this balance between, you know, confidence but having that hold on authenticity. I feel like mm-hmm. you've used the word authentic in, you know, a couple times um, since we've started talking, can you talk a little bit about the role of authenticity in your confidence and like how you came to, you know, maybe show up for yourself in an authentic way? Or do you think that you've always kind of had that? To be able to show up for myself? Is that what you're asking? You know, to like know who who you are and to like be authentic to yourself. I mean, I... Those are the things I think that are very intrinsic, right? So mm. it's hard to pinpoint. Um, I think that one thing that I can say is that I've started to see more of myself in culture, maybe not in the state. And my um, mom, who is Samoan, um, and even my father's family, um, who's just a good old-fashioned white boy. Um, <laughs> we love the whites. We do love the whites. <laughs> we both look at Caleb. <laughs> <We're> like, <laughs> we love you, Caleb. Thank you. 
I, I, I didn't need that, but thank you. <laughs> uh, shoot, where was I going with that? Oh, uh, growing up, my mom did a great job of trying to incorporate culture into mm. our lives. Um, but again, I think with the age of the internet and social media and just being exposed to a lot of different cultures, I have been able to see myself a little bit more, mm. certainly not to the um, aspect of what's very traditional in culture, right? Like our um, just g- general white culture. Um, but, you know, I think as I see more people who are role models, um, mm. it's given me, you know, more confidence just to be able to be myself. I also sure. figured at somewhere, somewhere down the line um, or, you know, in the last however many years that people aren't going to come across a lot of people like me. So why not just like lean into it? Right. Mm -hmm. Like, why not just really be me? And again, I think I just came to a point where I was like, I don't have to prove myself or be anything that I'm not to people who I may or may not connect with on any level. Right. Like, I think it's it definitely is a mind um, like you have to just think it. It's a mindset. A mindset. Mm -hmm. Yes. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Like, you really just have to put yourself in that mindset where it's like, yeah, I should just be me. But I know it's hard Mm. for some people, um, especially when they're up against all kinds of um, discrimination um, that happens, you know, either in the community or in the um, in the workplace, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think part of that and this has been a really good conversation, even just to hear you talk about it a little bit is because this is one of the things that I struggle with in my own life is this issue of like a kind of like shame, you know, mm. that I feel like I uh, learned to adopt for myself about myself and uh, have had a hard time with confidence, I think, in so many ways of like knowing how to show up authentically and yeah. to feel, you know, not ashamed of who I am and to feel that, um, you know, that I could be confident, that I could, uh, you know, accept myself and not worry about, you know, pushback or uh, people, you know, staying, saying stupid shit yeah. or ignorant shit, mm-hmm. you know? Well, I, and I'm not just saying this, but I do love you who for who you are. Yeah, and I think you. we've only met, I mean, not <laughs> I think, I know we've only met a few times, mm-hmm. but um, I mean, I love everything about you. Mm-hmm. And I think the more often you hear that from mm-hmm. people in your circle, I think that again, builds up confidence right. and kind of puts you in that mindset, mm-hmm. right? Where it's like, okay, well, I might not think X, Y, Z about myself, but Sarah thinks this about mm-hmm. me. Angelica yeah. thinks this about me. Then mm-hmm. to some extent, it, it's got to be true. You sure. know, um, my husband asked me his, his opinion on certain things. And then like later on, he'll say, did you really mean that? Or if I give him a compliment later on, he'll say, did you really mean that? And I always say, I wouldn't fucking say it if I didn't mean mm-hmm. it. Like, right. why would I say something? if I didn't mean it. Mm -hmm. So again, I think it's also a lot of, um, it's not, you snap your fingers and confidence is there. Right. right? Um, or even for me to be able to give you that confidence, Mm -hmm. it's just about, you know, building those relationships, um, over time and just the interactions that we have with people. We talk a lot about things being a practice Mm -hmm. and like yoga. Right. Um, and I think a lot about in this past year, I, well, probably the past three years, four years, I've really changed quite a bit. Um, and I think I've become more authentic or it's been easier for me to be my authentic self. 
And one of the things that my therapist points out when I'll be like, oh, my God, Angelica said that she thinks I'm a cool person. She'll be like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And all you had to do was be yourself and look. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm always surprised. Like, Mm. I'm truly surprised. But the more often that you do show up as yourself and you are authentic, people love that and they feel that and it inspires them to be themselves. And then you're just sending the energy back and forth of being your best selves. Yeah. And it is great. Mm -hmm. And I think there's this Dr. Seuss quote that says people who mind don't matter and people who matter don't mind. Right. The people that aren't for you are just going to fall away and they're not even going to be in your circle anymore, but you're going to keep collecting people that appreciate who you are Mm -hmm. and love who you are. And it's going to, it's like a snowball effect. Right. You're just going to become more and I more mean, authentic. Like, what does Taylor Swift say? Haters going to hate, hate, hey, hey. hate. <laughs> <laughs> okay, she I'm also, she also says, uh, wait, was it not? <laughs> Oops, I did it again. That's Britney Spears. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's me. I'm the problem. Right. That's, that's I'm the problem. It's me. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> if you can admit that you're the problem, people are going to love you for that. Yes. yes. Be who you are. Yes. Right. Well, and it's, I, I love that example, Sarah, but it also just, I, I also want to be fully transparent and say too, that even when you said, when you sent me a message and was like, Hey, would you be interested in being on our podcast? Initially I was flattered. Secondarily, I was like, Oh my God, what the hell am I going to talk about? I'm not interesting enough. I don't have a business. I don't like, what is it that people care to hear about me on a podcast? So then I reached out to Amanda and Courtney. Hey, shout out. Um, and was like, Hey, you, you know, you did this podcast. Um, you know, I'm going to go on there as well. Um, what do I talk about? What is it about me that resonates with you? And I actually talked with them on two separate occasions. Um, and you know, they had similar things to say, but, um, also they were like, yeah, you are a cool person. This Mm -hmm. is what I think about you. And you do create space for people to, um, be authentic and to be themselves, um, you know, and to, to share things that they may not share with other people because they just feel comfortable doing that with you. And I was like, really? And then of course, like little, other angel on my shoulder top was like, remember when you used to tell your husband, like, I wouldn't tell you something if it wasn't truth. And I was like, oh yeah, that's right. So I have confidence, but I'm just like everybody else Mm. too, right? Where I'm still trying to work on that. But I love just, um, you've got your different people in your life. So also I think, um, what is that other term? Like you will become whoever like the lowest denominator is in your circle of Mm, people. Right. So like if you have more and more people who are also creating these, um, spaces for you just to be confidently and comfortably yourself, then it is that snowball effect that you Mm -hmm. said, Sarah, I met you because you came to my yoga class with people of color. Yeah. Yes. And there were, at least one Sunday that you were the only one there. Yes. And I really appreciated that as someone who was trying to build something. But the more and more I was around you, it didn't even matter like if we were talking or not. I was just like, I like Angelica. And I don't know what it was about you, but I was like, she's just interesting. And then as I started cyber stalking you, I was like, (laughs) as one does. Yeah, as I do. And it's It's not a surprise. I was like, I really like her. She like is doing shit like running, which which I fucking hate, but I like her. <laughs> mm. And I feel like one of the things I love about you is that you are a woman who's over 40 and you're doing new shit. Mm-hmm. I feel like as mm. women, 
we feel like we reach an age and we're like, well, I'm who I am and people too. But I feel like, especially for women, we're done. We hit menopause or we have grandkids or our kids move out and we're like, well, that's who I am. This is it. I'm not going to do new things. I'm not going to try new things. And I look at you and you're like, well, I set this goal to run a marathon or I'm doing a triathlon or now I'm doing tire trained. And I'm just like, I want to be like that for in my life forever. But I want to remember that there is no finish line. Kind of like you said with sobriety, Mm -hmm. like you hit a marker and now it's time to raise the bar and keep progressing. What is it about you that motivates and drives you to keep doing more? Um, I I know for one, uh, especially with some of like the fitness things, um, I need ridiculous goals to just feel like I'm moving. Reach for the stars. To reach for the stars. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't want to just be stagnant. Like Mm I, I, and I, I don't want to be the person who's just like, I ran a 5k. Um, and I have, but then, you know, I was like, how do I turn that into something that's, um, doable, but still sort of a wild stretch. Okay. I'll run a 5k every month for a year. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think that I just need goals to aspire to. Um, and you know, I also, I did have kids fairly young, so both of my children are adults, um, and my youngest is 22, so I'm, you know, at 48, almost 50 as an empty nester, and I say that because now I have just that I have more opportunity, um, time, um, disposable income that maybe I wouldn't have had had I done those things before I had kids, right? So there's also a little bit of that that just gives me the, or I have the privilege of, of trying out new things as well. Um, but I don't know. I don't know if it's something again inside of me that's just like, you know, like a lust for life yes, or something. Yes. Yeah. Well, and I will say, um, are y'all familiar with Enneagrams? Yes. Yes. Okay. And so with your number, I'm a four. Okay. I don't okay. know what I am. I haven't d- taken the test. So, so to, tell me the four. It's the individualist. Oh, okay. Yeah. So um, I was, um, I'm a seven. Okay. Which is basically someone who needs to have stuff happening. Mm. Um, and my word for the year I had posted on social media is I want to be present. Um, mm. because I, I also miss some of the sp- like being present in the small things. Cause I'm always like, what's this big, hairy, audacious mm. goal? What's this next big, uh, ridiculous thing that I can do. But so my personality style, um, you know, Enneagram, I'm an orange, all of those things. Um, I, I have to have, like something else that I'm doing. Um, and I think sometimes that can be considered a negative, but, um, I think that's that sort of zest for life and and being Mm. able to do other things. So, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I, I guess there's that. And I think Sarah was talking about it, that, that kind of cutoff that I feel like sometimes, um, a lot of people have this kind of like arbitrary, like age, like I, Oh, I need to have like accomplished X, Y, or Z by the time I'm 30, or I need to be at a certain place before I'm, you know, at this age or whatever. Um, but it's also like really encouraging sometimes to remember that like life doesn't end at 40, you know, Mm -hmm. that like you can do whatever you want, that life is open to you and it's up to you to make it the life that you want. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's so interesting that you mentioned that too, because we, um, 
also tend to recognize people under a certain age, right? Like here are these, Mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, fabulous people who aren't 30 yet. Yeah. You have 20 under 20. Yes. You're 20 under 20, et cetera. What about the folks who didn't get a chance to start taking ballet lessons until they were 41? Right. Mm -hmm. Right. But now they're doing these incredible, amazing things. Mm -hmm. Let's recognize them as well. Um, we, did have like age specific awards for volunteerism through the work that I do. Um, and I said, you know what, we really need to take that away. Mm. Like let's recognize people for the actual work that they're doing and not because they're a volunteer who is, um, under the age of 18 or a volunteer who is over the age of 55. Let's actually look at what they're doing. So yeah. Taking the age out of it. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Yes. <laughs> like, are you a person doing something? Yes. yes. Are you doing something incredible? Yes. <laughs> right. Great. We cool. love it. We'll Keep celebrate that. It. Yes. Yeah. Not because you are 50. Right. So. <laughs> yes. As I get older, um, I feel like I'm the same age until I see people who are like 20 and I'm like, okay, I'm not 20. Right. <laughs> um, Although, I'm not like you. Do you, do you ever feel so? Um, I just assume everybody else is my age. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, and maybe this is also part of what keeps me young is that, um, you know, I do spend some time with people who are like 20 years younger than me. And I just, mm-hmm. in my heart of hearts, I'm like, Oh, they're 48. Are there, you know, See, I think, right. oh, I'm 20, like <laughs> no. them. And then I'm like, oh, oh does it, yeah. no, but mm-hmm. I, I think, and I wonder, does that say same anything age too? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it does. As I've started to study death work, um, I've really been confronted with my own ageist beliefs. And, mm. you know, I look at people who are my age or your age or 70 or 90 who are dying. And I'm like, yeah, we all face the same shit at, at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, it just, really makes me remember that like we're all human Mm -hmm. and um, age is just a number. And I also read something not long ago that had said, if you are like over the age of 40 and you're not hanging out with people who are in between 20 and 30, like you are missing huge things in life and culture because they think so much differently than you. And I was like, oh, I'm going to have to remember that. And I need more young friends because I'm getting to the point where I'm out of touch. Yeah. Um, we had Mimi on our Oh, podcast. my gosh. She is she's incredible. Yeah. But she says and does things that I'm like, OK, I don't know what that means. No. I Yes, exactly. <laughs> I'm inspired by her. Yes, mm-hmm. me too. Yeah. And I'm like, OK, even though I'm not 23 anymore, I can still do these things mm-hmm. and I can do them at 40 or older, but I need to keep talking to the young people so I know what's going on. Sure. Yes. Cause it's easy to just kind of seclude yourself and forget that there's a lot of people mm. younger than you. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree with that. And that, um, obviously makes a lot of sense. And I'm in a couple of different Facebook groups and there, there's one that's um, like generation X women, which of course all those generations run like a big, uh, like a long period of time. Um, some of them are in their what mid fifties by now. Um, but I'm just like, wow, some of you are just are completely out of touch. Mm-hmm. Like, why are you complaining about something that's very arbitrary, et cetera? Um, and then I kind of hear from some of the other younger folks in the different um, social justice movements that I'm involved in. And I'm just like, wow, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I do think that if we just um, 
tend to surround ourselves with people who are exactly like us, then we're not going to grow either. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, totally. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like (laughs) growing up, like I've always like hung out with people who are older than I am. Yeah. I am was, you know, um, and even like when I've, you know, tried dating, I've always like dated my Mm. age or higher. Sure. Um, and I don't know why I like discriminate, like discriminate against the youngins, you know, the children, the babies, the, the babies, little, the, 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 the little babies. Um, but well, you're still a baby yourself. Uh, right. And I think that's probably what it is <laughs> that I want to consistently think that I'm the youngest one in the room, but I'm not, you know, not anymore anyway. Um, but well, yeah, the, there's like a vitality. I think that I, I want to continue to, um, you know, foster in my life and also for them too. Right. Mm-hmm. That like, and I think this is something you were talking about before is creating, you know, a bright future for the people who are younger than us. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Like creating a brighter future, um, for the babies. Yes. Um, and that's so important, you know, and I think, you know, being that authentic, uh, person living that authentic life in confidence and knowing who you are. And yes, I, I'm, I'm different. I'm Samoan, but it's okay to be different. Mm-hmm. You know, it's okay to be exactly who you are and to feel pride in that, to feel confident in that and that you belong here. Yeah. Yeah. That's lovely. It is. And you're doing the work, babe. And it's, uh, it's inspiring. Yeah, Thank it you. is. Thank you. Another thing I really like about Angelica, I've never told you this. Oh God. Oh, oh, here, we go. here we go. Now, now, now that I think There's Caleb has his sweatshirt off, I'm really tempted. <laughs> All I have is like my, my, uh, what is this called? My safety cam. What do we, oh, comfort camis. Oh, you remember those? Which is just the camera. Just a cami that you wear yes, under every everything. single thing. Anyway, we're yes, we're getting real. <laughs> what right, is it? It's okay. a real show. <laughs> is that Angelica is like a selfie queen. Oh yes, and she I takes love that. so many selfies. Well, I mean, have you seen oh how cute God. she yeah, is? Yeah, she's a beautiful <laughs> human. But oh I know you got a tripod because again, I stalk you on social media. So <laughs> she posted a picture the other day and she's like I'm out in the snow and I've got my <laughs> yeah. tripod set up and I'm recording myself doing squats. Yeah. And I'm yes. literally two days. Good for her. Yes, I'm queen. not doing that at all. <laughs> but, but I'll watch you do it. Yeah, I'm going to watch you on the internet and then tell you about it later. Right. And then she'll just be like, yes, go and do right. it. Like, you, you do you, Angelica. I'm going to yes. sit in the house. <laughs> I'll but, watch you from the window. Exactly. Right. Yeah. But you also take a lot of pictures of you and your little football gear, yeah. which I think is really cute too. She is a diehard Steelers fan. Oh my god, Steelers like yeah. Pittsburgh, like, yeah. like Pittsburgh. Oh, okay, yes. cute. Yeah, <laughs> adorable. I love it. I'm, I'm and um, you had told us the story about how you got into football. Oh, sure. Will yeah. you share that with us? Yeah. Yes. So, um, so yeah, getting into football and then why I chose the Steelers. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's two different stories there. But yeah, so, um. I was a young individual working in a sales job for a television station, um, having a hard time connecting with some of the um, older business owners. Um, Also, this was in the early 2000s, so for context. Um, And I went to my sales manager and said, hey, uh, I'm having a hard time getting in front of these folks or building a relationship with them. Um, And they said, the sales manager had said, well, 
a um, couple of great things you can talk about, like try to find something that you can connect with them on, or you can learn how to play golf. So uh, maybe football or play golf. And I was like, play golf? N- no. Ew. Ew. <laughs> yes. <laughs> football? Say less. Um, but also, um, Samoans um, have the highest per capita number of players in the NFL. Oh, no. Really? Yes. Okay. Yes. I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know that either. Yeah. So, I mean, there aren't a lot of people of uh, Samoan ethnicity, um, but there are a large number of them that play in the NFL. And growing up, you that know. was one thing that my mom always used to do would be like, oh, so-and-so is playing. You must be Samoan. And I'm like, oh, yes, noted. Mm. <laughs> um, and so um, I do know a couple of Samoan players, but I don't think I could rattle them all off. But anyway, so, um, you know, I was like, OK, great. I will um, lean into it. So I think that also tends to be a, just maybe a personality trait when we were talking about some mm. stuff earlier is I just lean into it and go hard and be like, all right, I am going to learn about football. I'm just going to watch all of the games, um, you know, had always been a Hawkeye fan growing up but I was like let me just kick this up a notch and <laughs> I'm gonna super impress all these folks and yes. I'm gonna be an NFL fan like college whatever <laughs> um, so so at the time uh Troy Palomalu um had been drafted to play for the Pittsburgh Steelers and he is the player with the long luscious hair mm. and is Samoan and is like an incredible player um, frankly, the best, uh, safety in history of football. Um, and so I was like, that's my guy. That's my person. Mm. He, if Troy had played for another team, I would probably not be a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, but that's sure. who he played for. And so I just like, I went all in on it. I like to do just like silly things to bring joy. So this, so uh, for the last several years, I have done what I call football Friday, which is basically every Friday during the NFL season, I will wear an outfit that's for the Pittsburgh Steelers and I'll uh, be, Hey, it's football Friday. Uh, This year I decided I was just going to share it on social media. So this is the first year I've had it on social media. And the first (laughs) year I had some pictures last year, but this was like every single week. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, I was like, okay, I'm just going to go out and take these pictures and share it on social media. I will say it's kind of, um, you know, if, if, um, you read through the posts, like here's the picture. Um, this is like my outfit and it's sort of like lighthearted and fun. And then I'll say like the team that the Steelers are playing, how I feel they're going to do in that game. Like if I think that, um, you know, we're going to lose, um, to a team and like, Oh, how, you know, we miraculously won with Mason Rudolph as our um, quarterback and he's our third quarterback of the season. So like, I'll add a little bit in there. So I think too, what that presents is like, there are some people who are like, oh, she's so cute. She really, I love looking at her outfits. Um, and then there are other folks um, who have said, you know more about football than any of the other dudes that I hang out with. And I was like, uh, yes, duh. yes, <laughs> duh, of course. Uh, so yeah, and and um, at first I felt sort of like, is this um, too self-promoting? Is it too like cringe to be posting this stuff on here but I've actually had a couple of people say no I love looking at your outfits and I was like (laughs) okay here we go (laughs) so again I think just by nature of me 
being willing to do some of those things, then I think other people who are like, you know, I've always felt like I wanted to do something similar or I've wanted to get a tripod and take some pictures. Um, that gives them the space to do that too. Cause mm-hmm. they see me out there looking, I was going to say looking ridiculous, awesome. but looking, looking like awesome. a snack. Yeah. Like a superstar. Yes. You're an influencer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I did have a couple of people this season say, we need to get them to give you free tickets or something. <laughs> and I was like, yes, let's do it. Right, let's At that go. point, I was like, I have no qualms about promoting myself. Like, give me the discount code. <laughs> yeah. All of it. Right. Yeah, that would be great. I just love it. And it's Aww, nice to thanks. see. And I hate Facebook, but I really enjoy seeing your posts. Aww. So keep it up. I yeah. will. Thank you, Sarah. You're welcome. That's so sweet. It has been 50 minutes. Oh my gosh. Oh my god, that's so long. Uh, but, it but it feels it like it's so okay. Short. I was gonna say it, it only like feels minutes. like it's right. Minutes. I was like, didn't we just start? We did. Okay. So I'm gonna uh, bring oh. our little game up. Ooh. Okay. Surprise. I've, I've heard Surprise. it. Oh, game? you're prepared. You're Not really great. though. I don't know. You've got this, sweetheart. <sighs> Okay. Okay. So I'm going to say a word and I just want you to respond with the first thing that comes to mind. Okay. So like if I say Caleb, you would say sex God. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Absolutely. (laughs) I know that's a thought in everyone's mind. (laughs) All right. Ready? Okay. Okay. I'm ready. Abortion. Um, Needed. Feminism. Yes. Monogamy. Yep. Dating. I haven't dated anybody in over 30 years. Good for you. <laughs> Black Lives Matter. 100%. Queer. Uh, yes. I don't. Marriage. Yes. These are really poor answers. That's <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh, shoot. Um, let's retire. Yes. Okay. Parenting. Hard. It is. Uh, polyamory. Not for me. Barbie. Most time. Um, dream house. Psychedelics. Um, Iowa State University. (laughs) Politics. (laughs) Um, let's keep the conversation going. Cannabis. Legalize. Religion. Not for me. Patriarchy. Um, let's get rid of it. Therapy. Helpful. Last word. <sighs> okay. Fitness. <laughs> um, go for it. And do you have a sex playlist? Um, I don't. Oh. No. I know. I he, maybe I should, but you know what? All I can think about is Barry White. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I love <Right>? that. <laughs> he is like the king of a sexy voice. I mean, it's right. that deep mm-hmm. growl. Yes. Like, mm. yeah, that gets the motor running for yeah, sure. It, it sure does. does. Yeah. It does. I think this year we need to start um, a collective sex playlist that we every guest will add a song yeah. to. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I can start, right? Yes. And I'll just find the best Barry White tune. Yes. And and Otherwise, um, I think there's a couple of Prince songs. Oh, yeah. I mean, that ah. person mm-hmm. was a 
I sex god. Don't think that that was out of left field, but you know, I wouldn't have thought of about Prince no? to begin with. Really? No, but he was sexy. Uh, yes, Talk he about was a sex god sex- for sure. No, a hundred percent. When you see him performing, you're like, ooh. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Hello. What's the um, <laughs> yeah, um, pearls and diamonds? Diamonds and pearls. Diamonds and pearls. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Shit. You were uh, close. I was so close, <laughs> but so far away. Uh, yeah. No, I'll I'll um, I'll text y'all. Okay. A song. You can yeah. tell me tomorrow morning. I can t- tomorrow morning <laughs> at five o'clock, and then everybody else in class is going to be like, "What are they talking about?" <laughs> John has a sex playlist. Yes, yes. Amanda will be like, "I do too." It's okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She'll be like, oh, "Hold on a second. <laughs> We're going to count down to it." Yeah, that, that would be nice. <laughs> Actually, we'll have to make her do that. Oh my Get god, we should do it. We, we should. should. Good idea. Okay. I can just see like Amanda and Courtney having just like very beat red faces. You know, I think they'd like it. I think they'd 100% be down for that. Yeah. There will be some other individuals who would oh, have sure. beat red faces. Yeah. However, um, I will I will do it. Let's I'll say something tomorrow morning, and then you can tell Caleb that <laughs> okay. I said something tomorrow yeah, morning. Yeah, accountability. Actually, yeah. we yeah. might not have it tomorrow morning. Oh yeah, we might. Snow. Yes, but uh, next week. Next week. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You guys Thank have you been so lovely. No, You've, You've been, been lovely. lovely. We're all a lovely bunch. Yeah, we are. And sweaty. <laughs> lovely bunch and of Lovely friends. and sweaty. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you so much for being Thank on you. Angelica. Yeah. Thank you, Angelica. My honor. You guys are great. So are you. Um, please go like, review, share our podcast. Oh. Where can we find you? What's your um, Instagram? Oh, uh, okay. So it's Angel and Samoan. So it's A G E L U E L U underscore V N N. TTA. I, I know. I wondered what that was. Yes. Yeah. Know. So, so yeah, the last half is my last name, and then the first part is uh, Angel and Samoan. So, Angelou. Oh, cool. Yeah. Go follow our homegirl, Angelica. No. Yeah. Or you could just like Be type inspired. in my name in the search box. I am the only Angelica Veneta on the whole entire planet. I believe that. Yeah. Yeah, yes. you are a unique woman, so it's fitting <laughs> that you are the only one. You're one of a kind, babe. Thank you guys for listening. We love you so much. We'll see you again next week. Okay, bye. Bye.